Again, thanks for being here this Christmas Eve. And um, I, I love Christmas. This is not just tongue-in-cheek, but it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's, I, I love this, this season. I love everything about it. I love the food. I love the sugar cookies that Pam Gable is going to make for me in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm saying that in faith. Um, they're phenomenal. Uh, and the apple pie that I'm getting from Maggie Stoffel, this is my Christmas list. So I, I love that. I love family. It's great. Tammy's mom and dad and brother and his family, they're all in. So we got the in-laws and outlaws all under one house because there's no room for them in the inn. And I'm just teasing. And so it's just great. And one of the things I love about Christmas is the generosity that you see during this time of the year. I mean, you know, folks, I know that sometimes we get a bad rap in the world as being Americans, but this is still, you are still, this country is still the most benevolent, generous country on the face of the planet. There is no other nation or country in this world that gives the way that you give. We're marked and known around the world for our generosity. And during this time of the year, it seems like it's even more heightened where we begin to see and we hear about needs and opportunities to meet new needs and it makes the news and just, just small ways and big ways and all those in between. And that's what the spirit of Christmas is all about. You know, it's John 3:16. for God so loved the world that he gave. And I'm not taking another offering, so don't think this is where I'm going with this, but I just think this whole thought, this whole spirit of, this whole feeling of, this whole attitude of generosity. That's what the gospel is all about. That's the reason why Jesus came. That's the reason why God sent him, because he so loved you and I. And the significance of Christmas can be wrapped up in one word that's found in three times in scripture. And the word is Emmanuel. And Emmanuel simply means this, God is with us. God is with us. It, it, it's simply the fact that God, Jesus, through his son, Jesus Christ, left heaven and the glories of heaven to come to this earth, to clothe himself in humanity, to make himself no reputation, to walk and live this earth just as you and I live, yet without sin, 
to die on the cross for our sins, to raise again from the dead and overcome death, hell, and the grave so that you and I can have eternal life. God loved us so much that he gave. He gave his son, Emmanuel, God is with us. The first time this is mentioned in scripture, it's a prophet in the Old Testament named Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, he says this, Therefore the Lord, he's given a prophecy, himself will give you a sign, and this is the sign, that a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. God is with us. And the nation of Israel for thousands of years longed for that. And so when, uh, uh, when, when Isaiah, this, this prophet of God, this mouthpiece of God, begins to communicate, this is what God says. He will send a sign. He will send a, a son. And you will call him Emmanuel. God is with us. It went through the nation. It was an incredible re- reception. And they waited thousands of years for this announcement. And 700 years after Isaiah gives this prophetic word, God fulfills it. And it's the second, excuse me, it's actually the third time we see in Isaiah 8, 8, he says Emmanuel again. But it's the third time and the last time that we see this word Emmanuel in Scripture. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, 22 and 23. And she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Isaiah. Verse 22, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I mean, we think in in today's time, because we have the full Bible, we just kind of think, oh yeah, God sent a son, that's the reason for the season, it's Christmas time, and we celebrate. But 2,000 years ago, that wasn't the attitude. 2,000 years ago, it was an extremely significant event, because up to this point, for the nation of Israel, for God's people, God had watched over them, but now he was going to be with them. God had watched over us, And now he was going to be with us. And you have to understand the mindset in which all of this is taking place would have been completely mind-boggling. Because up to this point, if you looked at God, you would die. Moses, we read in the Old Testament, has encounters with God, but he has to hide his face because the glory of God was so bright that he could not look up on God. He could not handle just the presence of God. In the Old Testament, every year, one time a year, the high priest would go in to the Holy of Holies, to the inner sanctum of the tabernacle, and would basically make atonement or pay for the sins of the nation of Israel for all the sins of the nation one time of year. And it really didn't pay for them. It just rolled them ahead. And when he would go into that inner, inner sanctum, that Holy of Holies, they would tie a rope around his foot. Because, and there were bells along the bottom of his garments. And as long as they heard on the outside the bells ringing, they knew he was living. But if he went into the Holy of Holies unclean, he would die immediately. And they would hear the bell stop. And because no man could go in except for the high priest once a year, could go into the Holy of Holies, uh, uh, that when they would hear the bell stop, they couldn't go in and retrieve the body. They would simply have to pull his dead body out by the rope. 
So all of a sudden, when Isaiah says 700 years before, God is not only going to be above you and around you, they got that, but he's now going to be with you. That was, that, that was mind-blowing. And then when, when the angel of the Lord comes to Mary and says, here's what's going to happen, it's going to happen to you, it's going to happen in this year and in this time, it was completely beyond anything that they could ever think, comprehend, or imagine. That's the reason why when the angels, when the angel of the Lord appears, the presence of God appears before the shepherds, they begin to bow down. And, and the wise men, as they begin to approach this Christ child, and they bring their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, and they bring those to this God child, they bow down. Because for the first time in their, in their known existence, since the beginning of time, God had always been above them, but had never been with them. And that's the promise of Emmanuel. That's what that means. God is with us. It's just, you know, and so when you think about this during this Christmas Eve, I just want you to think of this, that God is with you. He's not just with them. He's not just with somebody. He's not just with the church. He's not just with Jesus. He's with you. Luke chapter 1, verse 28 says, And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, speaking to Mary, you who are highly favored, for the Lord is with you. He is with us. The Bible says that Jesus is as close as the very mention of his name. And that when we call out to him, he's there every single time. That's the good news of Christmas. That's the promise of Emmanuel, that God is with us. And he comforted Mary then, and he comforts us today. I mean, it's just like when my two daughters were young, and we would get onto like an amusement park ride, and you'd get in there, and, and, and it would get dark. Immediately, they would whoosh, right next to me. And, and as long as I'm there, they're okay because they know that, you know, their dad's going to be able to handle whatever's coming. But if they're away from me or away from their, their mother, then, then all of a sudden there's this, here you hear the shrieks and the yells and the crying and, and all that goes on. But if they're there with you, they know everything's going to be okay. That's the promise of Emmanuel is the fact that God is not just above us. God's not just somewhere in the cosmos. God is with us. And no matter where we are, and no matter where you are, and no matter what you're facing, God is with you. And we don't think cognitively and ponder that for a moment, but that's what Christmas is all about. Secondly, that God is, is, was, was not just, uh, that God was with you. That he wasn't, he's not just with me now, but he's been with me. He's been there all through the journey, even before I gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says that when I was dead in my sins, that's when Christ died for me. Before I ever accepted him as my Lord and Savior, he was with me. And sometimes it's easier to see God in the past than it is in the present. Sometimes it's easier to stop. And during this time of the year, I've become very reflective over the past year, over what I've accomplished, over what I've missed, over, over what I tried and failed, over what I was successful at. And it's easy when I look back to see the hand of God on my life. Sometimes it's hard to identify where I am right now because I'm in the middle of it. Now, I was thinking about this. I was preparing for this message. And I mean, this is my 12th Christmas Eve service here at Life Church. And 12 years ago, <laughs> I, I, I was just... You think I have a thick accent now. I, I just got in shoes and moved here from Arkansas. And, uh, but I, shh, I'll be here all week, folks. And, uh, but, 
but knowing that God was leading and guiding. And now 12 years later, to see all the blessings of God, to see you, to see everything that, that has happened and all that God's done and transpired, it's easy to see. It was hard to understand then, but it was e it's easy to see now that God was with me. And if you'll stop for a moment in your life, it's probably the same true of you. To look back and go, God was there with me at that accident. He saved my life. God was there with me during that situation. God was there with me during this. I didn't understand what was going on, but God protected me. Even though some things happened, God was with me. That's all part of that promise of Emmanuel. And the last thing is, is that God will be with you. That's the last promise. That God will be with you. Not just that he was, not just that he is, but that he will be. Imagine if Mary could have seen the future that night. Imagine for a minute if she could have seen how God was going to use her, how God was going to use Jesus, how Jesus Christ would, would mature and would, would grow in favor and stature, how he, would, um, how he would take on the sins of the world, how he would die for the sins of humanity and be victorious over death, hell, and the grave. We look at it now and we say, well, it's obvious because we know the end of the story. But on that night, she didn't know the end of the story. On that night, she was a, a young, teenaged, engaged young lady who had a word from God that was confirmed by a few select people and by God himself. And a young husband, imagine that, guys. You're going to raise the Son of God. He's going to look to you to see what a godly man should be. No pressure. That was a crazy baby dedication. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verse 21, records it. When they bring him, eight days were fulfilled, and they bring him unto the house of the Lord to dedicate him unto God because that's what they did. You see, we see it, but the reality is she just had to trust God. And the same is true of us. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we do know who holds tomorrow. And whatever we're facing and whatever's going on, I just want to remind you, nothing can separate you or I or any of us from God's love. This isn't some just, let's just all be happy one day, but it's true. Romans 8, verse 35 through 39 says this, Who shall separate us in the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger or sword? No. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced, Paul says, that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor present nor future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Emmanuel, God is with us. And it's important to remember that God came 2,000 years ago, and we celebrate that today. But it's also equally as important to understand that he has never left us. That he is still with us.